seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. Our unique team helps small businesses grow by providing essential marketing expertise. Hi, and welcome back to the Marketing Essentials Podcast. My name is Bill Parmentier of W. Parmentier Photography. I'm Justin Kerr of Justin Kerr Design. And I'm Alicia Piazza with Custom Marketing Solutions. And together we make up the The Marketing Marketing Essentials Essentials team. team. Not bad. Not bad. One of these days, we're going to do it in three-part harmony. Um, mm. I have no, no? harmony. Okay. I have no. Yeah. I'm tone deaf. Yeah. I couldn't carry a tune if I had a handle, so that's enough said there. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> so what are we talking about What today? are we talking about today? I'm glad you asked. Uh, asked? Oh. <laughs> yep. I'm glad you asked, Alicia. Today, we are going to talk about how much should you spend for a photo shoot? Yeah, that's a great question because, I mean, there's a lot of different photo shoot types of uh, setups and you know business photography, commercial photography. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so you're not talking about wedding photography and no. For, for the sake of today's uh, like conversation, it's going to be about commercial photography. We're not going to talk about weddings or cake smashes or adult cake. Let's adult cake smashes. <laughs> Still can't believe that's a thing. <laughs> yes, it is. I was showing them before we started up today. Wait, would you do my dog's birthday party? Sure, why not? Okay. You, At least I'll no get problem. That. <laughs> if your dog lives to be 16, like we said earlier, or, or we had talked about off, off uh, mics, I guess. Yeah, I'll, I'll come and do it for you. At I'll do it for free at 16. Yeah. For free, I'll do it. How's that sound? <laughs> so commercial photography. <laughs> yes, commercial photography. So before we get started, let's uh, let's just do a quick um, definition of what commercial photography is. Commercial photography is basically any photography that's used for sales, branding, or marketing purposes. Now, this can typically happen in studio or on location. Sometimes it's with models. Sometimes it's it's just product photography. So there's a lot of it's a pretty big umbrella that's covered by commercial photography. Right, because it could be headshots of your staff. It could be your product. It could be food. It could be real estate photography. Interior Buildings. of a restaurant. Yes, yeah. okay. interior of a restaurant. So Good one. fashion, jewelry, a lot of things all fall underneath right. that price. So the talking about how much you should spend is really kind of hard to nail down without getting really specific uh, into what type of photography you need done. Well, let, you're probably going to cover this, but I figured since you brought it up, for you to show up at a location mm-hmm. for, say, a half-day shoot mm-hmm. you know, with your equipment and ready to go, what's like the minimum investment? We'll work for food. <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it kind of depends on the food. I was, yeah, was going to say, if it's a good restaurant, maybe. Yeah. You know. Hot wings, I'm all over. My half days, again, it really depends on how much prep is involved and how much editing I'm going to have on the back end. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, like, what you know, minimum investment. Ballpark. Like, you know, I don't get out of bed for less than oh. X. Let, let's say the ballpark of around five to $600 for a half day to start. Okay. To start. Now, that'll, obviously, that can change depending on expenses and how far out it is. If, it's, you know, if I have to travel an hour and a half to get there, mm-hmm. obviously, that's, okay. we're going to you know, start talking but about But that's like time. the starting point. 600 starting, bucks yeah. oh, is yeah. starting point. Yeah. Okay. But, again, that's a really... And that doesn't, does that, inclu- that doesn't even include like, uh, editing and stuff at the other In some end, cases, does it does, but for the most part, no. Okay. Uh, I, <clears throat> when I'm quoting a half day to somebody, I'm typically thinking... My half days is up to four hours, mm-hmm. and I'm also in my head including the time that it's going to take me to edit. Okay. So if I, 
in most cases, not always, but in most cases, if I, if I have somebody that says to me, I'm doing a real estate shoot, I know I can probably get in and out an hour, hour and a half. That gives me a couple hours when I get home. And the editing is edit simple it. on the other end. It's nothing complicated. So, yeah, so that's a pretty straightforward one. I did one for a um, mobile home park recently, mm-hmm. and that was pretty straightforward. So I could get in in a half day, get the – there was actually two separate parks that were only about a half a mile, mile and a half, mile tops from each other. Got in and out two hours, got home, was able to edit it fairly quickly, and only charged the client for a half day. Now, if it was was something that was much more involved, I may quote the client as a full day, even though I'm only going to be there for a few hours, because I'll explain to them, well, this is a full day because I need to go back and do five or six hours worth of editing to get it right. to where you need and to be. Now we're up into the thousands. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to educate customers and, and clients that <laughs> there is a lot that goes on once you leave. Sure, sure. And like uh, like we said in the previous podcast about videography, a lot of that carries over in photography also. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things to take into account when you're dealing with photographers. They have fees for equipment. They have mm-hmm. insurance. they got to have liability insurance if they're going on to your property in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. They need to have the software, the lighting, uh, also uh, the experience. You know, the, the, the cl- did I mention classes already? But taking classes. Yeah. Right. Now, experience yeah. is important because... Uh, you know, we've known each other a long time, and I've heard the stories over and over again. It's like, well, you're just pushing a button. It's yeah, like, right. <laughs> what you're what you're getting for that investment is you're not just getting the equipment, and you're no. not getting your time, but you're getting your expertise, mm-hmm. your experience, and all your skills. Yes. And you know, okay, yeah, you push a button to take a picture, but it's knowing how to compose the shot, mm-hmm. knowing that the lighting is right, knowing when to take that photo mm-hmm. or when not to take the photo. There's just a lot of things in there that people don't consider. Sure. Right. So that's the number one thing when, you, when you're, that's going to dictate the price is going to be, first off, the reputation and the experience of the photographer. If they're, they've been in business for a while and they're a good photographer mm-hmm. and they have a reputation of being a good photographer, you're going to pay a lot more for them because you're getting, you know, it's, 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 you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah. you get what you pay for. Yeah, if you want Cousin Eddie to come and show up with his point and shoot and, you know, take the risk of getting, you know, stuff you can't use, then... Go for you, it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I tell a story quite quite often about my wedding. Oh, <laughs> I've seen those pictures. Yeah, just, Justin's seen the Holy pictures of my cow. wedding. We made the mistake, and this was... I, it wasn't necessarily a mistake. It was trying to do something on the cheap. We had didn't have a lot of money when we got married right. and uh, had a family friend take the photos and 99% of the photos came out absolutely horrible and they're dark they're out of focus and I mean, then the ones that yeah. did come through were mediocre at best yeah, yeah. so again reputation you, experience you're going to get what you pay for mm-hmm. so if, if you're going to hire somebody straight out of college or even just somebody that got out of high school and decided to go out buy a high-end camera you're going to get what you pay for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that brings me to the second thing is equipment and overhead like I, was, I briefly touched on a few minutes ago how much does the equipment cost? Well, a, a low-end professional photography setup is still going to run you three to five thousand dollars for a low-end. If you did, if you were to buy, what does that mean? Okay, uh, uh, now I'm throwing a lot into that because because you got to consider lighting, <clears throat> lenses, camera, okay, all that stuff. So everything altogether is going to start around three to five thousand dollars. If you this, were to this is purchase. DIY setup. If you do, yeah, if you're building yourself at your own DIY setup. 
And then you have to learn how to use it. Exactly. Then you, <laughs> then you get to get by the software and I would take know classes. It. Take classes. Yeah. I, this stuff would arrive, and I just look at it like this and, is not for me. <laughs> and you guys know as well as I do. You take a class. That's great. Mm. But taking a class versus doing it are two different things. Right. You know, oh, I remember that in the class. I'll set up the light this way and this way. And there, then there's, no, there's no replacement for experience. Exactly. You, know, there's, you can take as many classes as you want, but unless you've been out there actually doing it yeah. and dealing with all of the stuff that comes up, you know, all the X factors, the things you don't anticipate, mm-hmm. you know, that's experience. Sure. And then the other, the other part of the overhead is there are still photographers out there that own their own studio. Mm. Uh, yeah, so uh, they've got a lease payment to make. They've got or or mortgage payment to make, or you know they have overhead of having other employees in some cases. Oh, so yeah. that that all factors in. That explains much. why you live in a van down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mystery machine, man. Okay, we'll leave that one a mystery. So anyway, uh, so equipment overhead. Next thing is, um, you know, I, I touched on this earlier. Is how complex is the actual photo shoot? A, a product shoot is probably a lot less complicated and can be done a little bit more inexpensively than a shoot where you're taking, um, I don't know, I, I'm thinking, like, say, a fashion designer. They want to have their clothes shown. Well, they're going to have to go hire a model. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to hire an on-location team. A stylist. A, a stylist, artist. a makeup artist. Now you throw all that stuff uh, in. That all adds into the cost of a photo shoot. Uh-huh. People don't think about that. They just, again, they go back to what you said earlier. Oh, you just push a button. Mm. Yeah, great. I wish it was that easy, you know? This little magic box. Yeah. My, yeah. Can I can I tell you a pet peeve of mine just because just you mentioned it already about the thing? I don't think I'll be able to stop No, it, you're not going to stop yeah. me. I love the people that they mean well, but they'll come up to me and they'll look at the camera that I'm shooting with or during a photo shoot. Oh, you got X camera. You got that. That must take great pictures. <laughs> As if the camera has <laughs> the camera's doing all the work. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just standing pressing the button. Yeah, it's a magic box. Walks there. <laughs> I just mean, <laughs> yeah. When I get a photo shoot, I just tell the camera, okay. Go out there and take some great pictures. I'll be here at home. Yeah. That'd be like you as a designer, somebody come to you and going, boy, Photoshop works well for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) All on its own, right? So anyway. Don't you just get up in the morning, Alicia, and go, okay, Facebook, work your magic. I do. I have a magic button. I have a wand like Harry Potter. (laughs) I say a spell over my laptop. Facebook just does its thing. Sweet. I call Mark Zuckerberg sometimes. I just tell him, make Facebook work for me. Oh, man. I'd, I'd like to have a direct line to Mark Zuckerberg. That'd be nice, huh? Yeah. That's how it okay, works, guys. So- <laughs> Marketing in a nutshell. <laughs> Thank Thanks you for tuning in. All right. <laughs> so, so let's break it down again. You, 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 you asked a little while ago about day rates. So a typical day rate out there is going to be anywhere from, for half day, is going to be anywhere from 500 to 1,000 just to start for a basic package. Okay. Uh, full days typically going to be eight hundred to eighteen hundred. It's a little bit higher end because mm. they put a full day into it. Now, of course, you, the, the extra expenses that you, like I said already, models, permits, makeup artists, props, specialties, mm. oh, specialty ins- insurance is that in there too? Oh yeah, insurance is part of that also. Okay. But um, the people don't think about is permits too. If you're doing if you're doing an on location right. shoot. A lot of towns now are starting to require that you have to have a permit. To really? Do oh, yeah. 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 Huh. That's, that's so, important because you can get in trouble. And yeah. then your whole shoot's shut down for the day. Yeah. How would you like to... to the whole to, shoot is shot? <laughs> yes. The shoot is shot. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine this? Okay. So you, you, you hire somebody that doesn't know that, right? <clears throat> and you hire a photographer. You bring in the makeup artist. You bring in the hairstylist. You bring in... Um, 
the the, desi- the the clothing designer. You you bring in Justin making all kinds of noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You uh, no, but you bring in um, the designer. You bring in. Uh, well, I missed one other thing. There was one other thing that I was missing before. I was a whole bunch of stuff. Distracted. But anyway, there's a lot yeah. of stuff, guys. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> Somebody comes, uh, a, a officer comes in and goes, "Hey, you got to stop. You don't have the, you don't have permission to shoot here." Yeah. Oh, so you just, it. and and getting a permit isn't like you just go to an office and go, "I want the permit." Boom, you're done. Mm-hmm. It hmm. may take a day or two. So now you've lost that production time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So again, things that people don't think about when they're in the process of, you know, doing commercial photography or. or Trying to figure out how much it's going to cost. Right. right. So when they now, get a bill that it's going to be twenty five hundred bucks for a shoot. Well, that everything that goes into that, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, do you are your rates any different uh, shooting with your camera versus shooting with a drone? Um, not typically. The drone's going to be a little bit more expensive because of insurance is a little bit more expensive. Oh, okay. Uh, and also, the upkeep on the drone is a little bit a little bit higher maintenance. So. Well, so, given that, so let's say your uh, half day rate is uh, for a particular shoot with everything considered, let's say it's a thousand bucks, right? That's for what would it be for a drone for the same shoot? Probably 15 to 2,000. Okay, and that's just to cover the, the overhead of uh, the equipment and the insurance. The, the insurance alone is crazy on drones because you basically got a giant lawnmower in the yeah. <laughs> or well, a small lawnmower or a weed whacker in the there, air. There's a lot of liability there. I mean, yeah. if that thing comes down on property <laughs> or somebody, yeah. Well, on top of that, okay, so now you get the insurance. And then also don't bear in mind that I, as a drone pilot, have to keep up my certification. Right. So I have to constantly be testing. <clears throat> well, every two years you have to take a test that says you know how to fly basically an unmanned aircraft. It's oh, wow. one. It's one step below flying a, a recreational aircraft. Mm-hmm. Actually, sitting in. A, in I an think people think of it as like a remote control car in the sky, and they're like, "No, this could be dangerous." Yeah, you know, it it's can more be. than a little. Well, you have to co- have like a toy. You it's have not to have FAA, FAA clearance. Yeah, well, permits yeah. to fly in certain areas. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And on top of that, like I said, you have to have the FAA license too, because mm-hmm. that's the other thing people don't think about when on the photography or the videography end. Oh, I'll just get somebody with a drone to because I want to have an aerial photo. Well, great. If you get caught trying to make money off of a drone without having that FAA license, you're looking at huge fines. Really? Not to mention if you crash into somebody with all insurance. What if you crash into like a building or something too, you know? It's, this is a little bit of a side note, but um, it actually has, as an FAA pilot, if I crash into the side of a building and cause, cause over $400 in damage, I actually have to report it as if it was an airline accident. Wow. That sounds to, to scary. the FAA. Yeah. I'm sure it is. I haven't had to do one yet, thankfully. Thankfully, mm. all that drone test uh, yeah. that you have to take the flying test. Well, but yeah, so it's, so there's a lot involved in it. The, the studying studying alone took me a, a month to take the, to study to take the test. Wow! I don't get paid for that. That's stuff that I have. Right. I mean, but when you show up on a job, the person that hired you can rest assured that you're licensed, mm-hmm. you're insured, you have experience, you know what you're doing. You're not just some some guy off the street with a drone. Correct. And these are things like you hire professionals to come into your house and, you know, it's very common to ask if they're licensed, insured, or bonded, whatever it is. Right. If you, if you hire a plumber, you want all those things. Yeah. yeah you don't you want water running through your house and walls falling down. You'd be surprised how many uh, people think, oh, uh, you know, I'll just buy a drone and throw it up in the air and I can do it myself. That is one area where I absolutely would tell, you know, we can tell people, go ahead and build your own website. <clears throat> 
there's ways you can go ahead and do it yourself. <laughs> Typically, nobody dies if you build your own website. <laughs> exactly. Oh, or even with targeting goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even I've talked about how to do it yourself photography right. in, in previous episodes we've done. But I would never tell somebody to do it yourself drone because mm. there's just too much danger involved. It, like is, you said, yeah. somebody could die. Risk factor. Or, I mean, there people have gotten stitches from trying to catch a. Help a uh, drone the wrong way because those blades will cut you. <laughs> catch a drone? Why, why would you want to catch a there drone? There are some situations you actually have to catch a drone, but that's another story. I'll oh, tell you. Okay. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, we'll do a Facebook Live on that. I have actually <laughs> successfully caught it twice. Oh, really? It would have been three, but I lost a finger there. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no, I actually have caught it twice successfully, but that's another story. like to save it from going over. Uh, I was in a situation where it wasn't going to land well in uh, because there was tall grass that I was near, and I didn't really want it to land in the, in oh, the so grass. Oh, so you just went out and grabbed it. There's a there's a there's a trick to doing it Uh-oh. if you know how to do it. There's a way okay. to do it. But we'll get a Facebook live of Bill doing yeah, that. Yeah, we will. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that would be a cool Facebook live as a little yeah. drone demonstration. Yeah, that would I could be, do that. Uh, Absolutely, that'd be yeah. fun. And actually, there's a way through. I'm getting way off track here, but there is a way through uh, the drone software <clears> to actually do a Facebook live with the drone. Oh, that would be cool. Wow. We can't do any sound with it. We'd have to have sound separate, but that's okay. start. Anyway, so, so getting you, back to you, you were talking about day rates. And so, yeah, day rates like are obviously going to change a little bit depending on the complexity and what type of photography is actually being done. But on average, 500 to 1,000 to start for a half day, 800 to 1,800 for a full day. Again, a lot of factors that go into that. Another way that... Um, Commercial photography can also be charged as also as a per project pricing. Mm. Typically, that'll work um, in specific things. Uh, social media in- imagery is, a, is one of the the big ways that that happens. And you may hire me to go in and take some. If, let's use a restaurant for example. I may come in for to photograph a couple of dishes for your menu. That I may figure out a, a deal with you during the course of that to say okay. Uh, the imagery is going to be somewhere in the vicinity of four hundred to six hundred dollars. <throat> that is going to include the time for the photography, travel time for me to get there, plus any photo retouching I want to do on the opposite end. So that's all kind of figured in when I give that package price. Mm. Now, why would you um, why would you do a package or a project pricing versus a day rate or a half day rate for a certain project? There's, there's not a huge difference. Uh, typically, I, I tend to lean more on the side of day rates because if you go over because of something that the client didn't realize was, was going to happen, you have that leeway to be able to extend it to a full day. Mm-hmm. With a per-project pricing, you got to pretty much have everything nailed down and ready to go. Mm. So, so is it an advantage for the customer then to get a, maybe a slightly lower price point on a project basis versus a <sighs> day rate? Sometimes, but I... But I I believe that a lot of photographers who are going to use the per project pricing are going to bring that price up a little bit higher, mm. just to just to kind of pad for the fact that they might have to have you know something always comes up. Okay. So you want to prepare as much. I'm not saying that they're doing anything you know unethical. No, they're just compensating for their time. They need to make sure. Hey, you know, so, if this comes up or that comes up. So maybe your project pricing would be good if a, if a client had a fixed budget and said, look. I've got three thousand dollars to spend on this photo shoot. What can you do for me for three thousand bucks? Exactly. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's a it's a good way to do it. <clears throat> now, lifestyle lifestyle photography is another type of photography where you're using models. Uh, it may be for uh, a pair of sneakers or uh, fashion or perfume, whatever, whatever. Right. That type. Of, now you got to take into account that they're going to be looking at 
the models. You got to mm-hmm. pay the models for their time. You got to pay for the makeup artists. You have to pay, like we talked about, stylists. Yeah. Stylists. Um, so you, I mean, you, you're now you're, you're jumping up a lifestyle photography shoot for, to twenty one hundred, five thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, wow. really, to, it's hard for me to tell you an exact price because yeah. it all depends on how much the the stylist costs, how much. Right. You know, I, there's a lot of factors into it. Is that I mean, so? When you hire models out of an agency, do they? Typically, do they supply makeup artists or stylists, very, or do you have to go rarely. find your own? Usually, or? usually that's a separate cost. Oh. It's rare that uh, a stylist, I mean, a uh, model will bring their own because they don't know how. You know how the makeup needs to be done for that specific shoot. Yeah. You know, makeup. I'm not a makeup <laughs> uh, expert in any way, shape, or form, but different styles of makeup. <laughs> you think. <laughs> But different types of makeup, obviously, for different moods, you know? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You picture a woman going out for a night on the town, she's going to look very different, differently made up than a photo shoot where you're showing somebody in a kitchen, you know. Yeah, or a day at the beach. Or a day or at the beach, so. Yeah. Is right. there, like, a photography uh, setup or type of project that's really common for businesses? Like, what do you find they usually think need or at various... It really depends on what they're trying to use the photography for. Are they using mm-hmm. it for print material? Are they using it for social media? Are they using it uh, for their website? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to do something where they're going to do a little bit of all three? You know, mm-hmm. it really, really depends. So to say that there's one specific, it's hard to really say that. Gotcha. So, and obviously, you know, a lot of the stuff can cross over. Mm-hmm. If that helps, I don't know if that answered your question or not. I wanted to do some headshots and get models for my business. Sure. That doesn't necessarily work, though. <laughs> because if you do a headshot, it should be you, right? Oh, so you want a model? Uh, a headshot, <laughs> headshot of a model. Hey, we can do that. There's a cost behind everything. But <laughs> Then when I show up, they're like, you know. I, like I'm replacing my headshot with a picture of Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Go with that. Yeah, okay. Well, that, that brings up the other part. Um, t- photo retouching can also range wildly. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Bill's looking right at me going, $3,000 right off the bat. <laughs> That's for the first hour. <laughs> That's just for the first hour, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find a chisel. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, ouch. Ouch. No, but, but seriously, I mean, there's a big difference in between photoshopping out a few blemishes mm-hmm. versus doing a full airbrushing, I guess. you. Right. That's what they would have called it in the old days is airbrushing. Air well, I remember you showing me a, um, a photo that you took and you had... Uh, you were on location and you had a black backdrop uh, mm-hmm. that you were, it was for like an event, uh, a social event. So people would get together and do a group shot. But you had anticipated that the groups would be like maybe four, five, six people. Well, this 18 people showed up mm-hmm. in a group and, and the people on the edges went beyond the backdrop. Yep. So you had to actually go in and create more backdrop behind mm-hmm. the people that were outside that frame. Yeah, that goes a little beyond basic edits at that yeah. point. So that's, you know, where you, but you needed to do that in order to submit the photo and have everybody be happy with it, but that took that took time sure, to sure. do that. Yep, absolutely. And it, it's one of those things that people don't necessarily think about. You know, it's like, well, we're just, we're having an event, so you're going to come do photography. Well, what type of photography? How many people? Right. Event photography is like a total different animal on the commercial uh, <clears throat> end of it because those typically you'll see those go for a day rate okay so like conferences yeah um you know uh other corporate events you mm-hmm. know uh, like cocktail parties and stuff like that or um 
festivals? Yeah, typically as a photographer, I'm going into those thinking I'm going to be doing very little on the editing side. Primarily because, unless you're dealing with something like the, the, the situation you were just talking that about. That was set but, up, yeah. But no, I, for the I, most part, there's really not a whole lot of editing. Basic edits. You know? right. For those types of events, though, like here's a really great point. You had said before, you know, for your wedding, you didn't get it right. An event is one time. So sure, instead of thinking thing. about how much it's going to cost you to get help there that knows what they're doing, think about how much it's going to cost you if you mess up and you don't get the right people there. Or you don't get any shots at all. Yeah. If they all look horrible, now you've got no marketing materials for later on down the line. Right. Right. Because that's, let's, let's face it, the reason that most event coordinators want photos taken is so that they can market in the future. So they can For the next them. event. For the next event. Yeah, exactly. If you're holding a gala or a charity event, these are all things that like need to be showcased really, really well for businesses. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Can't redo it. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard. It'd be very expensive to restage something like that. <laughs> I need a thousand extras, please. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so anyway, I think we're. Uh, I think we touched on anything. If there was any other questions uh, that I missed, anything? I mean, there's a lot to talk about on this. Yeah, I could on make... this topic, but uh, I think you know, you've covered most of it. Talking about rates and what goes into the process of a photo shoot. You know, the a prep photo on a, shoot. Yeah. yeah, a good one, a professional one. So the prep on the front end and then the actual shooting and then the post. There is one thing that I do want to mention before I forget. You will run into a lot of professional photographers. They usually have a minimum Mm -hmm. cost. So they may not, you know, some people, I've actually had people in the past where all your, your half day rate is $600. So if I bring up to four hours, so that's a hundred and what, 150 an hour. I'll pay you for one hour for $150. That's not how it works. <laughs> you know, it's like, they, well, you're only on my site for an hour. Yeah. It's like if you go to the grocery store and like break like a, a candy a, bar in half and you're like, oh, I only want to play. Yeah, I only, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. That is exactly it. Please tell me you haven't done that. So <laughs> No, I just eat the whole thing. <laughs> photographer's minimum weight. Before I leave the store. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, That's horrible. Wow. Okay. So photographer's minimum weight rates will, will vary, but. Some are, some will go as little as a hundred dollars. There are some that won't even get out of bed for four, unless they're making four or five hundred dollars yeah. for a show. Well, I mean, it's your, it's your time. Yeah, you know. Uh, and if someone is booking you for a project, then they're expecting you to show up. So I absolutely uh, can understand why there'd be a minimum right there. Mm-hmm. Now, what about cancellations? So someone schedules you for a photo shoot, and you know they decide last minute. Eh, I, I don't want to do this. Do they do they still have to put out the minimum rate? Typically, there is a retainer that is charged. Uh, most photographers in the industry will charge anywhere from 25 to 50% of the total cost as a retainer. Okay. That basically holds the spot for you for that date. Now, obviously, if it's a rain day and stuff like that, it's something totally Yeah, I'm not talking about things beyond their control, but they just they just said, yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, typically, they'll, they'll, they'll set a retainer of some sort, and it's called a retainer because you don't get it back if, if things okay. go south. And that's a fairly industry standard? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, there are some guys that don't work on retainers that are just, you know, okay with the possibility that things could fall through. Mm. But when you start to be, get busy as a photographer, you lose a day's pay because somebody cancels last minute. You could have had another client. You could have, you lost any chance of getting another client. Could have booked somebody else. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it's only common courtesy. And and but I will also say that there are 
situations that can change that. Like, say, for instance, I, I charge you a, a half-day rate, and you pay half of that as a retainer. And all of a sudden, three weeks out or four weeks out, you tell me I got to cancel because it's just I, I, the budget's not there right now, whatever the case may be. I'm more likely to say, okay, I've got enough time to recuperate that and rebook somebody. I'm okay with that. But if you come to me 10 days before, I may say no to you. Mm. Usually in the contract, it'll say when the retainer kicks in. So, and that and that also vary by photographer. So, okay, well, that's good to know. So. Well, I just a lot of great information. Um, hopefully, <laughs> you know our listeners now understand why things cost as much as they do sure. for photography. Because if you want professional mm-hmm. photography, um, there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, man, if you're looking for somebody, I'm available. Shameless plug. <laughs> yep. W. Palmentier Photography. You can yeah. find them online. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, on our website, too. Yeah, we, we have we have all of our different links on the website, right? I think so. Yeah. Speaking of which, we need to... Uh, Close up, This yes. is our shameless plug uh, time of day. So we'd like to thank our venue host, Rooms and Works. Uh, it is a co-working and living space in Providence, Rhode Island, and you can find them online at roomsandworks.com. Great place. Also, check out our team, the Marketing Essentials team, online at marketingessentialsteam.com. Mm-hmm. Look us up on Facebook and also... Uh, the Little Roadie Group. Yeah. You want to talk about the Little Roadie Group? Yeah, though? the Little Roadie uh, Marketing Group. It's basically a group that uh, we've put together on Facebook for people who are, are either struggling or want to learn a little bit, learn a little bit more about marketing and are looking to support each other as a support group. So yes. support group. I know it always sounds kind of weird. Like, hi, I'm a recovering well, marketer. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, some days I feel like I need support. Yeah, this is true. It definitely serves that purpose, but it's also just a great resource for, you know, small businesses that sure. are looking to get some uh, marketing expertise and some tips and also for marketers to kind of support each other and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, share their victories and their challenges. Frustrations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can rant. And- and last, but not, <laughs> and last but not least, we do this podcast because we enjoy uh, giving out material as, uh, for free. And if you want to hear more of our podcasts, check us out on iTunes. Subscribe to our iTunes. We're the Marketing Essentials uh, team. team on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, I think we're, we're done for this podcast. All right. So Thanks we, for listening. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.